Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to my Just Jenny podcast. It is Sunday night, this drops on Monday. I asked Dr. Jen Mann to, to come on the podcast because she is a psychotherapist. Uh, you probably know her from Couples Therapy on VH1 and her most recent book of many that she's authored called Relationship Fix, um, it's terrific, is with me because I, I wanted to talk about how um, we're all just out of sorts. And by we, I mean a lot of Jewish people. And I think I think a lot of people in general who tend to care about those who are feeling um, scared and afraid. And it is, as I said, Sunday night, today was my dad's unveiling that in, in Jewish, just before a year since somebody's passed away, you go into the cemetery and you, you look at the tombstones. It's just been a long, exhausting day. So we'll keep this pretty brief. But um, Dr. Jen, welcome to the podcast. And thank you for agreeing to help out. My pleasure. So the situation in Israel, the terrorism, regardless of what side you are on, um, we all can agree that Hamas are terrorists. That's just not like a debatable thing. Um, that death is awful, that um, the innocent lives of people, it's just horrifying. Uh, in America, anti-Semitism is all the rage, which is yep. um, creepy and sad. And I know that it shouldn't be surprising. I know that since the Holocaust, we've been warned like this can happen, that people hate Jewish people. There are so few Jewish people because we've been exterminated. There's 0.2% of the population. It's about 15 million to 16 million human beings total that are yeah. Jewish in, in, a, in a world of 8 billion. That This is not a it's not a good, healthy number. It's small. And this small group of people, of which you and I are both a part, um, are hated. And now it's become like, okay, posters of Israeli um, hostages are being ripped down all over New York or wherever they're posted by people who hate Jews. It's a weird thing. And as a parent of two Jewish kids, young adults, I, I'm uncomfortable and I, I don't know what I'm, I, I, you know, I look Jewish or Irish, but mostly Jewish. Like how, as a psychologist, as a psychotherapist, how do you, how do you counsel people with this kind of fear and anxiety over something that is real? It is real. I, uh, look, well, first of all, I think that you have to know it's normal that I haven't spoken with a Jewish woman who is sleeping well or who is feeling fabulous or who is feeling super safe right now. So I think the first is to know that you are not alone. I think another thing that's really important is to seek out community. Yeah. And by community first, I mean other Jews who are feeling the same thing you're feeling. And then I also feel that 
there are a lot of people who are not Jewish who I know I have friends who have reached out to me. I have a dear friend who reached out to me and said, I'm not Jewish. I can only imagine what you and your family are going through right now. I just donated to some Jewish organizations. I love you. I'm here for you. I have another friend who's not Jewish, who's been doing the most amazing posts on her social media. So I think it's to seek out people who, A, who are going through what you're going through and who you can connect with, and B, who love you and adore you, even if they don't share the same religion as you. Yeah, and- I think, yeah, it's true. The, the people who have reached out, it does make a difference. If you're listening and you're not Jewish and you have Jewish friends, throw them a text. Yeah, because kind of a lot of Jewish friends have been posting and saying like, I'm not okay. Ask your Jewish friends. We're not okay. And I think also it's very hard for someone who is not part of a group who has experienced a mass genocide, like the Holocaust to fully understand how completely terrifying it is to see so many similarities, to see in France, those buildings where they had put up stars of David, just like prior to the Holocaust, where Jewish homes were marked with stars of David, where we're seeing people who feel very unwelcome on campus because they are Jewish, where we're seeing all kinds of things. And it's, I think a lot of people are very caught up in taking a side or a lot of misinformation. Right now, this is a misinformation war. And that there's a lot of misinformation that is getting people riled up. And yes. look, the loss of innocent civilian life anywhere, it's not just in Israel, is a travesty. It is totally. heartbreaking. And nobody who has a heart wants to see that. That's right. And it's really, it is unique for Jews who have family members deep in their history, all of us pretty much, who have survived the Holocaust or didn't survive the Holocaust. Right. And I think that that adds a unique level of, of pain and fear. And I also feel like, and this is the part that that I get um, that trips me up, as a Jew, I know it's important to say I'm Jewish, to walk with my head held high, to keep the mezuzah on my front door, that if my daughter wants to wear a Mag and David, she wears it, that my son doesn't have to pretend he's anything other than who he is. And at the same time, I get nervous and tell my daughter, maybe don't wear the Jewish star when you're Mm -hmm. out at night. And I mean, with my son, I think to myself, well, he can look Jewish or he can look Middle Eastern or he could look a myriad of different things. And maybe that's a good thing. And then I don't like that. I even think like that. And for me, I'm like, well, this is on my door. I'm not taking it off, but I definitely feel like if I were in an apartment building, I'm not sure I would put it on my door, which is a terrible, terrible way to feel. But I, it seems like people can just right now say, I hate Jewish people and there's no consequence. They can punch you on the subway because you're Jewish. Like that's a strange, in New York, it doesn't, not that that's without repercussion by police or law enforcement, but it seems like the ones who hate us just don't care. So how do you stay calm in that environment? VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? 
maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. And, and I want to say, look, there there are two camps of people that are having the same struggle, but coming up with different answers. There's one camp that's saying, keep your mezuzah up, wear your Star of David necklace, identify as as Jewish. It's really important. It shows like you can't, you can't knock us down. We are resilient. We are strong. Right. We are brave. And then there's another camp that says we need to protect ourselves. And kind of if we're dead, like yeah. we lost more numbers. We've already lost six, seven million in the Holocaust. Like we don't need to lose more. And and I think everybody has to do what feels right for them. And it's almost surreal to me to sit here with you and even be having this conversation. I know, I know. I never thought in my lifetime that we would be having this conversation. And it's, it's pretty stunning. And that um, I think that really it, it's, it's unfortunate and it's, it's scary. And I yeah. think that everybody has to find their way. And I also think that it's very important that we are, proactive in really dispelling myths, myths in the media, myths with our friends. And that also, I think that we tried, it's important to give people the benefit of the doubt. And I know that may sound crazy at a time like this, but if someone says something that is offensive, if somebody says something that is anti-Semitic, if somebody says something that is historically inaccurate, that instead of punching them in the face, instead of attacking them to say, hey, would you like to have a conversation? Because I actually see it differently or I have some different information. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. One of the things that I find to be so jolting and disturbing is these videos I see over and over again of people tearing off the, uh, the flyers of the hostages in Israel, which first of all, I don't understand. I understand if you have a different view. I get that. I don't understand why you're taking off a photo of a baby who's been kidnapped by a terrorist. Like, how does this help you? I don't get it either. And it feels like people who are doing that are just trying to make a statement that we're in kind of a culture right now where you've got to march for something, you've got to rally for something, you have to have a, a strong view and that somehow that makes you strong or validates you in some way. But and there are some people who I see taking them down. And then the person who's videoing them says like, hey, why are you taking that down? Very rarely is there a conversation where that person says, well, this is why, because I feel that this is X, Y, and Z, and there's a intellectual conversation and maybe a meeting of the minds or not, but a lot, it's just screaming and yelling and people fuck you. And yeah. like all that, kind of, like we have so much anger and hostility right yeah. now in the world. And I think- not being that is important. Whether you're, if someone is watching this and saying like, look, I don't agree with your perspective or I don't agree with Israel or you're Jewish and I don't really understand that. Okay, but that's fine. You do you, but don't be hostile. Don't be threatening. Don't be cruel and yeah. and have empathy. Like but everyone does yeah. empathy. 
Well, I, that is, I think you just hit it because how, how do you have no empathy for kidnapped babies, kidnapped grandmothers, kidnapped teenagers, kidnapped people? And that's what these posters are. There are hostages that we know about that Hamas has, and that's what the posters are, that the need to take them down and sort of shriek, I hate the Jews, yeah. or whatever seems, I mean not just excessive but like it's it's weird i don't like you said before i as a as a jewish person i i've always had in the back of my mind yes jews are hated i know the jokes i know the tropes i know the whole bit but i didn't i didn't ever think it was in my city i didn't even i didn't ever think it was this close by or that there was actually like real concern and um like our anxiety is fair i think and so then the question I have is, do we keep watching and reading the news for the inaccuracies and to bear witness, or do we take a break from it for mental health? Because it's it's a lot, and I like I keep watching the hostages, and it's like you want to just, yeah, it's just awful. And, and the answer is both. The answer is we keep watching because it's important to know what's happened. I think it's important to bear witness and you know the the footage that we have all seen and I can only speak for myself but I have a feeling you've seen a lot of the same footage is so unbearably graphic. I mean yeah. we are in a it, it because of social media we are in a very different news cycle information cycle and misinformation cycle yes. than ever before where you're scrolling and you can see someone get decapitated. You can yeah. see a dead baby. You can see all kinds of horrible things. You can see people being kidnapped. You see people running in the Nova festival from people from shooters. So it's, if you're on social media, you have no way to know what's coming next in your feed. Yeah. And while I do think it is important. And I th also think it's important to be a uh, critical thinker in yes. everything you're viewing, whether it's Israel related or Gaza or anything else. But I also think that there are times where you have to take a break. And I know like I took like three days at where I instead I got my news from CNN. I got my news from the Today Show, from a yeah. bunch of Fox, yeah. from a bunch of different other sources because it's a little more sanitized. I'm not yes. going to see something that is completely unexpected and, and graphic. And sometimes you have to kind of catch your breath, you know, and I have a lot of clients who I've said like, okay, take a little break right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's healthy to do that, especially as parents too. And you have teenagers, like how, how do you deal with your teenagers? Because they're on social media and you know, I, how do you how do you deal with this? Well, I think that in some ways it's easier to deal with teenagers than it is with like elementary age kids because yeah. teenagers you can have a conversation that is informative, you can have one that is intellectual, that is historical. You can talk about the Holocaust. You can talk about all kinds of things, and it's an easier conversation to have than a young child where it's like their innocence is being taken away in a certain yeah. way. And look, all of our innocence has been taken away in, in all of this. It, there yeah. are things that, that we have now seen with our eyes that we never could have imagined. That's true. 
I think that that's one of the things that's so shocking and stunning. And our brains don't really know what to do with that. That when we see this kind of unbelievably graphic footage or footage of, you know, children in Gaza being, you know, in the hospitals and being taken out of buildings, like it's all just so fucking heartbreaking. Yes. It's too much. And to watch all of this heartbreaking information and and images, it's just, it's very hard to know how to digest that because it's so cruel. It's so horrible. It's so debilitating. And we have to be talking to each other and we have to be watching. We have to be taking a break. And, you know, it's, it's a lot. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It really is a lot. And, and I mean, I, I've avoided actually seeing the footage because every time I've seen that it could be showing up like a previous, I, I dip out. Cause I can't, I can't handle that. I can't, I can't handle hearing the stories even cause it's just so it's, it's so sick. It's too much. We've all heard the stories of the soldiers, what they've walked in on and seen and, and the stories of what the terrorists have, have done, what Hamas has done. And again, like you said, I, of course, I feel it when innocent um, victims from, from Gaza are used as human shields by Hamas. Like that isn't okay. Like none of it is okay. But I, I mean, I, I, I as a Jew, I, I look at the numbers and I think how few of us exist. And yeah. the fact that it feels like we're under attack from every yeah. side is just, um, it's jarring. <laughs> like it's jarring and it's upsetting mm. and it's confusing and yeah and again like i've never felt any feeling of hesitation about being like oh i'm jewish yeah. and i still don't but i feel it but i like feel it when i'm out and about like i don't yeah. know it's, it's so- when it's a shift it's an absolute shift and you know there's a post that has gone around and i actually know someone who knows the person who posted it of a woman who was in an Uber who she got in and the driver, you know, pulled away and they were driving and he said, are you Jewish? And she lied and said, no. And he said, I'm glad to hear that. Cause otherwise I would have had to kill you. <gasps> yeah. It's a post that's gone viral. Um, and it's, it's very disturbing. And like, who would have thought in 2023 that conversations like that. And I I, think one of the things that adds to the trauma is that I know I look at some of these people at the festival or some of these families and I go, oh, that looks like me. That could have been me. And I think that adds to the trauma. And I think that when we're seeing this graphic footage, again, we are getting kind of a vicarious PTSD because we are imagining ourselves as this person. We are we are empathetic people. And so it's very hard to not be 
traumatized by it and not have a secondary PTSD experience. Yeah. Also watching the young people, Raquel, my daughter went to birthright 18 months ago. Um, and so she was there and yeah. two of the soldiers on her trip are yeah. on the front line. And yeah. that's scary. My niece spent a semester in Israel, went back a year ago, same kind of thing, or went back like eight months ago, same kind of thing that they feel very connected and very much like you're saying yeah. they could be there. I have friends who've had cousins or brothers or nephews or funerals every day. I mean, just it's harrowing. And I guess there's almost a helplessness because what, what can we do other than what we're, what we're doing? So I guess the answer is we have to just deal with it and, and, I, and have a little bit of perspective that Israel is in the, in the moment going through this and we feel it because we're Jews and we're humans. But the United States, while it has this wacky amount of anti-Semitism, we're not actually at war here at this point. So we have to sort of get that well, perspective, I, even though it feels like we're under attack. And and I think that it's really, it's hard because when you see all of this anti-Semitism on campuses, on the streets, in all these different places, it really echoes back to Holocaust era of like, yeah. wasn't this kind of the stuff that we heard about before the Holocaust happened? Yes. Like, what's next? And, yeah. and is there a Holocaust coming? I, I don't Ugh. know who hasn't asked that. And like, it's terrifying to even think that we're in a place to ask that question. And then also even just separate from specifically being Jewish or Israel, what does all of this mean on a bigger plane? There, like, could this lead to World War III? Right. What does that mean? And that's pretty terrifying. That is well. so terrifying. By the way, that is such a good point and so scary. Yeah. Because I wish I could sit here and say, Jenny, you're just being anxious. Right. Like, oh, no, like that, like you, you shouldn't even be thinking about that. That's crazy talk, but it's not. Right. That's the thing. It isn't because what we are seeing, right, is countries taking sides and what, what's, I hope it's not World War Three. I hope that doesn't, this doesn't become that. I. I can't even go there. Yeah. I think it I think we each have to a day at a time, like you said before, like speak at speak out and speak up about we, what we know is true. Yeah. Pay attention in our daily lives. If yeah. you feel compromised and need to protect yourself and not say you're Jewish, don't have shame around that. Yeah. There's survival is important. Yeah. Um, but also where you can be feel like you're safe and be who you are, of course, be who you are. I'd never tell anybody to, to deny their, their Jewishness, but yeah. just, I think, be gentle. We have to be gentle with one another. Yeah, absolutely. And gentle with ourselves. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And find community. That's like you said before too. find people who are going through similar things with this. Find if you're Jewish, find other Jewish people. If you're not Jewish, reach out to to some of your Jewish friends. Let them know you're thinking of them. I, someone today just emailed me. It was like a business email, and we went back and forth. And then 
they sent another email and they were like, I just got to say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for you and every Jew going through this. Like the anti-Semitism is not okay. And I feel it for you. And I just thought it was so nice. Really nice. And I think people were scared to go out on a limb and say that because they were like, will this offend you? Like, how do I say this? Like, but it really is a wonderful thing to hear because it makes, it, it makes us feel like we've got someone in our corner. Totally. And, and, and like I've also said before on this podcast, if your friend who isn't Jewish doesn't say something, it's not because they hate Jews. Sometimes it's just because like you just said, they don't know what to say and they don't want to offend. So sometimes you could say, I'm scared or I'm this, and you'll be amazed at what someone will say to you in response. Yeah. Well, thank you for talking to me. Obviously, people go get the relationship fix, which is Jen's book. It's great. Follow Dr. Jen Mann on Instagram at Dr. Jen Mann. Uh, and and where two can they catch Jen. you? Two ends on Jen, two ends on man. Always two ends on Jen. Always two ends on man. Uh, and and is that the best place to find you? That's the best place to find me. Yeah, and you can that can lead you to my website where you can find my book and appearances and stuff and all of okay. that. All right. Thank you for being on my podcast. My pleasure.